The secret to getting all of these goose eggs is our hydroponic fodder. Welcome to Thinking Outside the Soil with your host, Johnny Alfalfa Seed, where we get to talk story and touch on topics about hydroponics and the farmers who grow the crops and creatures we need to eat. Good morning, good morning, and hello from Blooming Health Farms, and thank you for being with me on this beautiful day. I am out here. What? Neighbor chicken. So I've got this neighbor chicken that just wants to come over all the time, and uh, she loves our feed. She jumps the fence. I've got a few backyard chickens in the goose over here at Alpha Site, and then our chickens are over on the edge of Greeley, and um, so every morning I come out and I sprout and I feed out the geese and I shout sprout time ladies and the chickens come running and as soon as I do that the neighbor chicken comes jumping over the fence and the neighbors have three and it's always the same chicken and I know because I gave Missy uh, the owner I gave them bands so they I could know which ones they were so I knew they weren't my chickens I mean I can identify them they're just red sex links and I don't have any of those I have some Egyptians and a cream leg bar over here and a goose. So it's uh, just always fun to see her come over. Her and the goose are eating sprouts right now. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> as I was out here about a week ago, I found our first goose egg. And I was super excited because uh, I didn't realize how much I loved geese how great these eggs taste. And I will tell you that these eggs taste amazing. And, I, and I'll say that it's because of what I'm feeding the goose. Um, she's eating our sprouts. She's eating our new country organics, pastured perfect. And the eggs are amazing. And now she's laying. And when I got geese, I didn't really expect them to be layers in the sense of like, I wasn't expecting that to be part of something that I was looking forward to. Never had a goose egg before. And then I ate my first goose egg last year and I was like, hmm, this is really interesting. Well, I've taken to the geese in a lot of different ways. And as I was reading about geese, I learned that uh, this breed of geese, the Chinese swan goose, lays an average of, said, 45 to 55 eggs a year. Now, in the past week, I've got five eggs from this one particular goose. And so I wonder, the geese out at the farm are likely laying all over the place. We've got to go do some Easter egg hunting. We've got to go do some egg hunts. And uh, no, chick. And uh, I'm mainly trying to keep her away from an egg that is on the ground that I was looking at that uh, I hadn't investigated yet. The goose just laid an egg today that had a very thin shell and I hadn't just picked it up yet and the chicken came running over and pecked it and I really don't want that chicken to get the taste of egg yolk so you heard me screaming and yelling and uh, but it's really fascinating to me to see this many eggs so uh, unexpectedly because if I were to do the math 55 eggs a year is approximately one egg a week and I've already got five eggs a week and these goose eggs are significantly bigger than a chicken egg, as you can imagine. Uh, if you've ever if you've ever read Jack and the Beanstalk, or you know, seen the book or anything like that, 
and since it is a, a thin-shelled egg on the ground, I thought it was another really good opportunity for me to um, investigate, look at it, see the inner workings of a goose egg, which I'm less familiar with, and then uh, be able to at least take a picture or something like that so I can show some of the kids that I've been working with on this. This might go really good into our um, egg-to-table program as a teaching opportunity. We are currently about four days into our next hatch. We hatched about four days ago, or they hatched, and we put some more eggs in the incubator, or Junior did, and so we're on to the next um, next round of incubation. So this is gonna fit really well into there, just circumstantially, happenstance. Uh, it just happens to be that we take advantage of all of these little opportunities. And as I'm seeing this thin egg, it's, in, it's clearly indicating that there is a nutritional deficiency in my goose. So that's another thing that I get to look at and I get to see, I'm like, hmm, a thin egg, that means that there is likely less calcium in her uh, bodies that, so she can make an egg properly. So that means uh, I've got to be more mindful. Now it is winter and she is in a backyard area and she is being fed sprouts and a supplemental thing. And I've actually noticed the goose a lot lately doesn't like to eat the sunflower part of our chicken crack sprouting mix. And um, as I understand it, that's where more of the calcium is uh, located in our feed. It's in the, in the sunflower shells, really. Um, and I have been keeping her out of our chicken yard where we have the supplemental calcium where I put the oyster shell down and actually use granite now. So it's where I'm using the granite and, or the granite grit. Uh, she just kind of eats it all down. She's a little bit of a pig. So she also gets a little aggressive with the chickens and I don't want her in the coop. So I think that I have overlooked some of those things. And it's really important to bring up because as we're going along our journey of mastering chickens, of mastering hydroponics, there's these other elements that regardless of where we are on our journey, we have to take a step back and look at things that we're doing and go, okay, um, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? How can I do it differently? And this is an opportunity for me to see that even though I am uh, really good with growing plants and being able to produce this high quality fodder on a regular basis, there's those nuances that I have to pay attention to when I have a mixed flock, which I do now. And so for any of you out there with a mixed flock, these are things that we have to see. You know, we have had customers out there that have mixed flocks. I have some customers that have geese. Many of you out there have ducks in your flocks as well. And ducks need a different nutrition or slightly different than the uh, chickens. Waterfowl tend to need more of our B vitamins and the chickens don't necessarily need those. And then if you've got a mixed um, of some other that are less familiar to me, those are things that we have to pay attention. So if you do have any questions, I'd love to try to help you and sort those out. Um, if I don't know, I will find out a source that will likely help 
move that conversation to a direction that's going to get you towards that desired result that you have. It can always be uh, a challenge when we're trying to do something new. So I appreciate all of you out there who have been able to help us better grow this amazing hydroponic fodder to be better chicken keepers out there. Um, so that is all I have for us today. Thank you for being with us on this gorgeous day here in Colorado. And I hope that wherever you are in the world is as beautiful as it can be, regardless of what the weather may be like. So thank you for joining me on another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil. Take care and have a lovely day.